Hey everyone, Coach V here, and welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. Y'all, I'm so excited about this topic today. I literally, literally just got this download from God, and so I had to go on and record this episode and start sharing it. So today's topic is the prime of your life. So I love the way that God speaks to me um, just when I'm seeking him for what it is he would like me to share, what it is he would like for me to say. I literally looked at a package that I had thrown in my trash can here in my office from Amazon Prime. So just from that one word, He gave me this entire download about the prime of our life. And so when we think about being in the prime of our life, we think about being in a period or a stage in our life where there's just great satisfaction. Things are going well. We're actively thriving. Things are just, you know, just running on all cylinders. Everything is just great. But what does it really mean to be in the prime of your life? Do we base this on our current success or the material things that we have, the car that we've always desired to have, the the house that we've always desired to have, the, the position at the job, the job that we've always wanted to have, the degree that, um, that we've um, obtained? Um, the social stature, even, you know, we have the the kind of friends and friends of influence or being in this organization or having this this circle of friends. Do we count that as a part of being in the prime of our life? Do we does that help define what being in the prime of our life is? Do we compare ourselves to others? Are we looking at others Do we look at where they are and and then compare to where we are? And do we either say, oh, they're in the prime of their life. Everything's going great for them. And we begin to envy that. Or do we do the reverse and think, well, you know, we're doing great. Look at them. Ooh, they're not doing too good. So then we become a little judgy. We look down upon them. So we either do one of those two things. We either look down on people based on where we are or we feel insecure and inadequate because we're comparing what we in modern society define as success or doing well, not really knowing what they've done to achieve that and what they're doing to even maintain that level of success or keeping up those appearances because everything is not always as good as it first appears. And so we have to be mindful of that. And this is not to say that people don't work hard, they don't commit, they don't sacrifice, that they don't stay up long hours, that they don't get up early, that they're really putting in the work. We're not saying that at all, but oftentimes we don't know the story behind what we see. You know, like we like to say in church, you see the glory, but you don't know the story. 
So that's another thing that we need to look at when we're looking at people being in the prime of their life or even when we're saying that we're in the prime of our lives. Is everything looking good on the outside because we're trying to impress people? And really, our lives are raggedy. We don't eat well. We're, we're hypocritical in the way that we treat our families, but we treat everybody on the outside really well. Do we have that expensive bag, but we're struggling to pay our light bill? Do we post pictures of this relationship on Facebook and Instagram, but really you're arguing and having all kinds of discord and chaos in your home? These are things we need to think about. Is it based on something that has been demonstrated to us in our upbringing? Is it something that we saw our parents or grandparents or family friends, even in our own relationships as we've gone through life, you know, becoming adults and, you know, getting into the work world and being responsible for ourselves is this something that's been demonstrated to us to make us feel like this is something that we have to achieve and no better example of that is social media when we look at instagram and facebook we don't really know what's behind that post they're simply could they could simply be doing it just for the likes the followers to try to impress And they may be doing that because there's some low self-esteem, lack of self-love, lack of confidence. So they're trying to give an appearance of something that really is not a true fact. So even when we look at these things, when we look at these posts, when we when we look at these pictures, think about these pictures. Are they filtered? Are you really seeing the true person? Are you seeing all the blemishes? Are you seeing little acne spots? Are you seeing the discoloration in their skin? Or is this a picture that's been filtered or you've taken the time to put on all of this makeup to try to give this appearance that your life is great and grand and really you are unhappy? You're dissatisfied with your life? You don't love yourself? Um... You're really not being fulfilled career-wise. You're not fulfilled personally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, mentally, financially. You may not be in the place that you're trying to give the appearance of. And so for those that then see these posts and they're in that same place, not knowing that that may be what's underneath that filter then it brings them even lower. They become depressed. They begin to uh, feel anxiety. Then they feel like they have to go out and rob Peter to pay Paul or take out loans to try to live up to this image that they see others living up to. And it could be that there could be nothing further from the truth. And so we have to look at these things and begin to really think about how it is that we want to show up in the world because there's always somebody somewhere that is watching us. They're looking at our examples. They're reading the words and, and we know how uh, vicious social media can be. You can be, you know, trolled and people leave negative comments and say hurtful things. So why not live a life of authenticity? Why, why not live a life of honesty that things may be 
may not be what I desire them to be, or I may not quite be where I would like to be, but that I'm working on it every day. I'm striving every day to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday, than I was a month ago, than I was six months ago. And allow people to follow you on that journey where they can grow and be empowered by what you're sharing, that they can look at themselves and truly do the work on themselves, do the work on the inside, because they have this example that you are setting for them. Which leads me to another point. I'd like to even challenge your thinking in this in this moment about this living in the prime of your life. Could it be that you're in the prime of your life right now where you are, even though you may be struggling, even though um, there may be trials and tribulations, even though there may be heartbreak disappointment could it be that this is the moment that is actually the prime of your life could this be the place that God is working on you working in you working through you to get you to that next place to get that next blessing to you to allow you to experience breakthrough Could this be the place? Could this be the season where you are afforded the opportunity to have new relationships? Could this be the place where you get those uh, those new opportunities where the doors are opened for you that you begin to. Uh, find yourself sitting at tables and and your name being mentioned in rooms that that you could have never imagined for yourself. Could this be the prime of your life? Could this be the crossroads to your breakthrough, to your next season, to your season of overflow, to your season of abundance, to your season of more, more understanding, more revelation? more wisdom and that's directly connected to your relationship with God it's all in how we look at it it's all about our perspective it is all about our mindset in that moment it's all about having an attitude like Job that no matter what happened he still was not going to curse God He was going to trust God, even though everything had been taken away from him, even though he had been afflicted in his body. He still was going to trust him and be loyal and faithful. So even in those seasons, we can see that that right is right there is the prime of our life. That is where true understanding, true healing, true transformation can take place. And anything after that is the overflow. That's the abundance that God decides is now the time and the season for us to walk in those things that he determines because she has been faithful. I can I can trust her with more. 
even in this season because she allowed me to do whatever I needed to do in her. She made the commitment. She decided to make the sacrifice to put old things aside, to continue to die to her flesh, to change the way that she talks, to change the way that she thinks about things to change the way that she treats people and how she moves in the earth. That's the prime of your life because you're being refined. You're being transformed. You're being renewed. You're being restored. That's the prime of your life. That's when the great things happen, even though they may be difficult, even though it may be lonely, even though it may be painful, you may be isolated. That's the prime time for God to move. That's the prime time for God to do his finest work. So instead of having mindset moments, we're going to have a transformative thought. So the transformative thought for today is I am in the prime of my life because I am exactly where God needs me to be. So here are three things that we need to think about as we're in the prime of our life, as we're experiencing whatever it is that we may be experiencing on our way to greater and better. The first thing is to be grateful for where you are. Celebrate where you are. Have an attitude of gratitude. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, in every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now, if that is not a good reminder, a good affirmation, a good scripture to memorize and recite, put on your mirror as you're brushing your teeth, stick it on your um, steering wheel in your car, recite it every night before you go to bed, In every situation, no matter the circumstance, be thankful and continually give thanks to God. So be grateful for where you are because there is someone that didn't get that opportunity. There's someone that took their last breath. So they're not going to get that chance to walk into their purpose. They're not going to get that chance to uh, shift their mindset. They're not going to get that chance to, to try again. They're not going to get that opportunity, but you get that opportunity. So be grateful for the place that you are in. It is not a permanent place. It's just temporary. It's a temporary situation. It's a temporary circumstance. So just in all things, give thanks and seek God for what it is that he is desiring to do. And so no matter the circumstance, you will still trust him. You'll still have faith in him. You will still be committed to the process. You will still follow the instructions that he gives you. And you will be grateful about each and everything because you know that there is something greater, that God will get the glory and you will be much better, much stronger, much wiser, more empowered on the end uh, on the, the 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 end of this this particular season, the second thing is don't despise small beginnings. We look at other people, we compare, 
you know, she's my age and she's got this and I feel like I should have this. And I, but then we got to stop and think about what are the choices and decisions that we made. Stop and evaluate how we got to this point. Do we obey every instruction that God gave us? Did we do what he told us to do when he told us to do it? Did we delay our obedience or did we just flat out ignore his instruction and thought that he was going to still bless us because he did it for Jane over here? And so he's going to do it for me. But you don't know what Jane did to get what she got. And you don't know what Jane is still doing to maintain it. Because once you get it, you got to keep doing to keep it. And and as a matter of fact, you have to do more. So we got to be careful what we ask for because God will give it to us. And if we don't know how to maintain that thing, if we don't know how to keep it up, then we'll surely lose it. So don't despise small beginnings. Don't, Don't despise where you are. You are there for a purpose. There's something for you to learn. And so instead of grumbling, murmuring, and complaining, take that time meditate on what it is that God needs you to do instead of meditating on all this negative stuff. Meditate on God, show me what it is that you want me to learn in this season. Show me what it is that you want me to to do and who you need me to be on this job. We all know the story of the talents and Matthew 25 and 29 um, sums it up really well where he says for to everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely more will be given and he will be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance but for the one who does not have because he has ignored or disregarded his blessings and gifts from God Even what he does will have to be taken away. So what you have, be a good steward over it. Be excellent on your level. Be grateful for what you do have so that God will know that he can trust you with more. But you got to show yourself responsible. You got to show yourself worthy of what you have so that God knows that if I give her more, she's going to be just as faithful. She's going to seek me for wisdom on what she should do with it. She's not going to forget about me. She's not going to forget about the fact that I am her source and her resource and that she still needs to come back to me. That's why I believe, you know, he don't need to make everybody a millionaire. Everybody says, Lord, if I if 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 I was blessed with a million dollars, I would do this, this and this. And if you don't have good habits now financially, you are not going to have them if you are blessed enough to to make bukus of money. Not going to happen. You're going to be more reckless, more irresponsible. You're not going to seek God for what I need to do, which is to first to give him his 10 percent first and foremost and then seek him for wisdom do you need to get a financial advisor do you need to save there are other steps and other measures that need to be taken so that you are financially secure for the long term so that so that your children so that your spouse so that your children's children have have a legacy not for what you can do in the moment and burn through in the moment So don't despise your small beginnings. 
It's still the prime of your life. And the last thing is to just enjoy the journey. Just enjoy where you are. Don't worry about what your friends have. Don't worry about what your co-workers have going on. Just enjoy where you are. Proverbs 16 and 9 says, A man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life, but the Lord directs his steps and establishes them. And so any plan that we have for ourselves, that's fine. And God sees it and he says, oh, that's cute. Okay. But at the end of the day, he orders our steps. He establishes everything in our lives and everything that concerns us. And so we should just enjoy the journey each and every day. Just look forward to what God has for us each and every day. When we go to him in prayer, first thing in the morning, our prayer should be, God, what is it that you want me to do for you today? How can I bring you glory in today? Because we always go to God with a laundry list. We always go to him with a to-do list. God, I need you to do this for me. God, I need you to do this. We're always asking of God to do things for us, but we're never asking God what we can do for him. And could it be because we're not willing to put forth that type of effort and we're just living, you know, for the moment and we should be living from faith to faith. We should be marrying our faith with works pleasing God all along, not pleasing man, not trying to win, you know, favor with man because we're seeking promotion or other material things. We shouldn't have these ulterior motives. We shouldn't, we, we dare not have ulterior motives when it comes to God. God, if you do this for me, you know, that we said the prayer, Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll never do this again. And God knows better. And we go right back to the same foolishness, making the same poor decisions, totally ignoring the fact that he has shown us mercy in this situation. But God knows way better than we do. And he knows that just because we prayed that prayer, he knows we're going to go back and do it again. And his grace is sufficient that he continues to save us from ourselves. But we want to be careful because we don't want him to leave us to a reprobated mind. Because if we continue to make that decision, we're saying that we know better for our lives than God does. And so since we're saying that we know better for our lives, he'll leave us to ourselves. If that's what you really want, okay, you got it. Because clearly you keep making that choice. And me, I don't ever want to be in a situation where God takes his hands off of me. I always want to be in a position where God is fully active, fully participating in my life. And so that means I have to make a conscious decision each and every moment of each and every day that I have to seek him for wisdom. I have to seek him for instruction and what it is that he wants me to do in this day. Just like this, this episode, God, what is it that you want me to say today? You give me the words. 
you lead me to the proper scriptures. I depend on him for that. That is not me. I am merely the vessel. So I enjoy the journey each and every time when he gives me these downloads. So then I don't despise anything that he may tell me to do in the way that he tells me to do it. I want to be faithful to following the instructions each and every time. And I want to be grateful for where he has me in this moment, in this season, in this, at this point in my life. Because this is the prime of my life. I'm learning. I'm having closer fellowship with him. My relationship is deepening. I'm hearing clearer from him. I'm seeing things in a different way. He continues to soften my heart towards things and situations. And what's better than that? If I didn't have that mindset, if I didn't have that heart posture, if I still had a hardened heart, I wouldn't be able to enjoy all of those benefits. If I made decisions for my life and, and thought, you know, I'm, I know better for my life, better than you do. Then he wouldn't be able to direct my steps and establish them. So I can have this great plan in my life, but ultimately at the end of the day, I am going to submit to his greater plan, his will and his purpose for my life. And when I do that, I am in the prime of my life. I can see the fruits of that. Even though there still may be trials, there still may be struggles, there are going to still be things that are going to happen. There are still weapons that are going to form, but my God says that they shall not prosper. So regardless of what happens on this journey, I'm still in the prime of my life because I have the benefit, the honor, the privilege, and the great joy of serving God, trusting him with my life, and allowing his will to be my will. I'm allowing his purpose to be my purpose. So I'm walking in the path that he has set before me instead of trying to make my own path. We have all gone about it our own way for periods of time years. And somewhere along the way, we have to make a decision that even though we thought this was the problem of our life, we thought we had the friends, we thought we had the relationship, we thought we had the money, we thought we had the status, we thought we had the followers and the likes and all those kinds of things. That wasn't the problem of our life. That was that was a representative because we weren't living an authentic life. We weren't living a, a life of transparency and honesty. We were living a life that we wanted to live because basically we didn't want to make the sacrifice and do the work. And when I think about it, the Holy Spirit just reminded me of something. A few months ago, my original Facebook page was hacked and it was devastating to me. Do you hear me? Like devastating. And my friends knew my heart was broken. I had built up my my followers and You know, I'd worked really hard to establish those things. I felt like I was in the prime of my life. Things were going really well. I had stepped out, you know, with launching my my coaching firm. I was doing my blog. All these great things were happening. And then that thing got hacked. And your girl had to start all over. 
But I began to see the blessing in that. Because even though that was difficult, even though that was hard, that's when he was able to do something new for me, in me, and through me. I was able to go to another level in him. I was able to go into deeper depths with him because he had a desire to do something new with my life, with, with my coaching, with, with my, my purpose in general. He wanted to take me in a completely different direction. Had I not just accepted his will in that happening, I may not have been in a position to start this podcast, to meet some people that I've been able to meet that have had great impact and influence, you know, on my life that push me, that encourage me, that support me. And I can do the same for them because I have space for those relationships. And so even though my plan, I thought it was a good plan. But God ultimately was directing my steps in establishing them. So admit he had to completely dismantle something that I was holding on to so dearly to propel me into a totally different direction. And I am grateful for that. So I didn't loathe about it long. I didn't sit in self-pity and wallow in, in being sad or angry or upset about it. I didn't allow it to distract me and, and frustrate me and irritate me for long. I had to move. I had to keep moving because God had something greater for me. And had I not followed him, I would have been stuck. I would have been stagnant and I would have missed several blessings. I wouldn't have been able to experience the favor that I've been able to experience and am still experiencing. So not only did I get double for my trouble, I got overflow. So I'm walking in abundance. I'm walking in the prime of my life. Am I where I really would desire to be? No, but I trust God's plan for my life. So if that's the case, I'm exactly where God needs me to be. Do I desire more to do more to serve in a greater capacity? Absolutely. I want everything that God has for me, but I don't despise my small beginnings. I celebrate where I am. I'm grateful for where I am and I'm enjoying the journey. And I'm always reminded each and every day that I am in the prime of my life because I am exactly where God needs me to be. And so I I hope that this has helped someone in just really re-examining and re-evaluating what we define as being the prime of our life and what we're basing that on. And that we will begin to shift that mindset to a different place where we can get fresh perspective and revelation from God as to where we are and why we are where we are and what he's desiring to get out of us as far as bad habits, bad attitudes, negative thought process, and what he's trying to put into us 
and what he's trying to do through us for somebody else so that they can receive their breakthrough so that they can begin their journey into a transformed mindset into walking into their purpose because they are looking at the example that you are setting so ultimately regardless of where you are you are in the prime of your life your light is shining brightly that somebody is watching it somebody is seeing it and it is doing something great even though they may not ever tell you you're inspiring them you are empowering them to be able to step out boldly to get the healing that they need to change their mindset their, to allow God to work on their heart to transform just the way that they look at life to recommit their life to Christ to commit to a life and a relationship with him. Let that be your focus. Let that be your intention. Let that be your purpose. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you will join me again. Remember, today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.